Eons ago, when he'd been a small child to meet his great-uncle Hades, who ruled the Greek underworld and oversaw the ancient dead. On that day, his father had also bestowed a rare and beneficial gift on Stryker, the ability to come and go from the underworld so that Stryker could visit his uncle. As a child, Stryker had been terrified of the dark god, whose eyes had only softened when he looked at his wife Persephone. Luckily, Persephone was here with Hades now, and the god was too occupied by her to notice the fact that there was an uninvited demigod in his domain. Hades could be extremely temperamental over such insults, especially when the uninvited demigod carried a vial of potent blood with him. More to the point, Typhon's blood. The son of the primordial god Tartarus, whose name was given to this very part of Hades' domain, Typhon was deadly and lethal, his power enough to take down even Zeus, the king of the gods, at least until the Olympian gods had banded together to trap Typhon under Mount Etna. Thank you for not being able to kill him, Stryker said, holding the vial up so that he could see the luminescent purple blood he'd taken from the trapped Titan. With this, Stryker could wake the dead and bring back the most potent of scourges. War. Gripping the vial tightly, Stryker headed to the lowest part of Tartarus. This level was relegated to the beasts and gods that the Olympians had defeated, to the ones they feared above all others. But it was the tomb in the back Stryker had accidentally found as a child that drew him now. In the darkness around him, he could still see the look of fear in his father's eyes. What's that, father? Stryker had pointed up at the statues of two men and one woman. Apollo had knelt down by his side. They are what's left of the Makai. The what? The spirits of battle. Apollo had pointed to the tallest in back. Huge in stature and built like a warrior, the statue had made a seven-year-old Stryker gasp in fear of his coming to life to hurt him. That is war. The fiercest of the Makai. He was created by all the gods of war to kill the Thonians. It's said that he and his minions pursued them to the brink of extinction. In one final battle that lasted for three full months, war held the last of the Thonians down until they tricked him. Beleaguered, he screamed mightily as his powers were bound by spell, and then he was cast into his current stasis. Here he remains until someone reawakens him. It had seemed a rather harsh punishment to Stryker's boyish mind, ignoble and cruel. Why did the gods not kill him? We weren't strong enough. Even with our powers combined, we still lacked the ability to end his life. None of that had made sense to Stryker at the time. I don't understand why the gods fear the Thonians so. They're human. With the powers of God's child. Never forget that. They alone can kill us without destroying the universe and return our essence to the primary source that birthed us. Then why don't the Thonians kill all the gods and replace them? Because when they kill us, it weakens their own powers and makes them vulnerable to each other and to us. So instead, they police us. And we obey out of fear of dying. Apollo had looked back at war then, his eyes harboring a morbid fascination. War alone was immune to their powers. Unfortunately, he's also immune to ours. 
When Ares and the other war gods realized how powerful he was, they decided it was best that he remain hidden here for the rest of eternity. Did they not understand his power when they made him? Apollo had ruffled Stryker's short blonde hair. Sometimes we don't realize how destructive our creations are until it's too late. And sometimes those creations we make turn on us, and seek only to kill us even though we loved and succored them. Stryker clenched his teeth at the memory of his father's words. How true they'd proven. Stryker had turned on his father, and his son had turned on him. Here they all were, at war. War. Stryker opened the dank tomb that smelled of fresh earth and mold. He held his hand up and used his powers to light the cobweb torches that hadn't been lit in centuries. The light was bright as it flickered against the walls and the remains of the last three